Welcome to Spanish for Parents. This month we will be talking about nuestra familia, our family. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have serial dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get cereal, cereal. I wanna get cereal. Let's get cereal. <laughs> no? Welcome back to Cereal Dates, everybody. Bienvenidos. We hope you all are feeling well and getting ready for this wonderful holiday season, let alone it's the end of the year. We made it. Almost. Almost. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> we're, we're getting close. But what better way to start the new year than with new goals and new routines? We're going to kick today's episode off with a Spanish for Parents routine. Before we get started, give us the age of our kids. Um, three and three, one. Three and one. <laughs> Two months. Three and one. <laughs> Mateo's three. Elias is one. Ah, parenting moment. This is interesting. I, I know we always, I feel like we always talk about, um, you know, all the like cool things that Mateo does or Elias does. And we... Uh, as much as we try to be real and talk about some of the real things that happen, I think we highlight, obviously, the good things. Yeah, you know? because we're proud of them. Right, and, of course. And any other parent would want to be that way. But I think it's also important to talk about some of the challenges. And Mateo comes with, he's like a... His own set of challenges. His own set of challenges. Like, on one end of the spectrum, there's like these amazing things that he does, like... Memorizing books. Puzzles. Puzzles. Like, not just puzzles, like puzzle puzzles. Right, right. Just things like that. You know, making up store, making up like these intricate stories and retelling things. It's just, it's... Architecturally, he's right. building things right. that are... It, he's amazing. But then on the other hand, <laughs> some of the things that we're struggling with are flexibility, are loud noises. And that's social interactions. Social interactions with kids his age. Kids his age. Anyone older, it's great, no problem. Like much older and younger. We've noticed younger, except like for Elias. He, except for Elias, <laughs> right? But we've seen him care for a child that was Elias's age, right? At a house party. Mm -hmm. So, and not like those college house parties. This is more like a baby shower <laughs> type thing, right? So we were at a birthday party over the weekend. And it was a science science birthday party. Oh, that sounds cool. It sounds cool. Sounds exciting. Especially if you think like, ooh, your kid's really into science. So it's like, oh, that's great. Until there's a rocket launcher. Or just a rocket. Like, yeah, just a little rocket rock. launchers are illegal. Okay, I don't know. It just looks like a little <laughs> rocket. It it didn't seem like a anything big. But before it even went off, he was already like, No, I'm not gonna like that. Right. And he kind of freaked out at the noise. Yeah. And he and I feel like recently he's been freaking out about like the other day you like slid a glass across the counter about like, like maybe a bar foot bartender style like here you go you know right. and he was like oh no it's gonna break no and you need to hold it with two hands right and it's not just like like we're saying like it was a big deal. So it, it's emotionally a big deal. Yeah. Mateo gets real emotional about it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I took a plate 
uh, out of the cupboard and put it on the countertop, like normal, I thought. And he was like, be careful. Like, it could break. Right. And so things like that. And then some of the ways we're combating those little nuances of his, we're, we're really trying to focus on, you know, the things that really get to him, such as the breaking. That's one of the big things. Mm-hmm. Anything that breaks is like a huge deal. Could or that break. could potentially break. It's a huge <laughs> deal. Um, so one of the things that I've started doing because of all the super glue I have, I've literally told him like, if it breaks, we can fix it. Mm-hmm. Or if it breaks, we can get another. Right. And, and I know we got to be careful with that because it's like, oh, if it breaks, we can get another. We can just go buy it. I get, I get that. But at, at his developmental stage at this moment, he needs to understand. I feel he needs to that understand. That things happen. That things happen. Mm-hmm. Accidents happen. Right. And so that's kind of how we're trying to combat yeah. it and, and really dive into that and set up scenarios before they even happen. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, just in passing when he's in a, you know, uh, uh, receiving information type mood. Right. Or yeah. Or just bringing up like you make mistakes. For example, he, we uh, are reading this book that he loves by Richard. Scary. Richard Scary. Um, things that go or something like that. Busy, cars. Yeah. Cars. From the busy town of Richard Scary. Right. Well, anyway, there's a gold bug in there. And for some reason, when I first read it, I said golden bug. I messed up. I literally thought it's, it said golden bug. So later he was like, when I read it again, I said gold bug. He's like, no, it's golden bug. And I read it. I was like, uh, it actually says gold bug. I made a mistake. Blah, blah, blah. And then later I had to remind him like, <clears throat> sometimes we make mistakes when we're reading. And, and I pointed out in terms of bilingualism, like sometimes when I'm reading in English, I make mistakes. I'm still learning. Even though I know how to read now in English, I still make mistakes sometimes. Right. And so I think especially for him with like his inflexibility um, to point out mistakes that maybe you wouldn't point out or make a mistake, I'm doing air quotes, like make a mistake and say, oh, I made a mistake, you know, or... For example, today we had San Marcos, one of our restaurants that we love. We haven't been there since a server broke a plate there. Right. Because it was a big Traumatizing deal. Traumatizing to It us. was a big deal. And even today when we're eating, he remembered. We John brought it over to the house. And you, he remembered that a plate broke there. And so I said, I asked Nona, were you, have you been in a server before? And of course I knew that she had. And she said, yeah. And I said, did you ever break a plate? We've talked about how we used to be servers and we broke plates. So yeah, just bringing up things like that to make it normal. And, and it's kind of twofold because not only normalizing that mistakes happen, mm-hmm. when you kind of take ownership for your mistake, you're kind of showing him that, you know, it's okay, okay to, ad- it. it's okay to admit fault, like ownership of mm-hmm. the mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, without going down another deep rabbit hole of that, you know, just showing him that we're, we're flawed individuals and we're not perfect. Right. Um, so I can try again and we can always try again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's our parenting moment. Yep. So we'll let you guys know in the next episode how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, uh, I think it's time to get on with our Spanish for parents and this month we are doing Nuestra 
familia. Nuestra familia. Our family. Most likely, um, during the holidays, you're going to be visiting family or seeing family you haven't seen in a long time. And so it's a great opportunity to incorporate this vocabulary in a real and meaningful way, as we always talk about. And build relationships with your child because second language acquisition is all about about relationships. relationships. (laughs) And what better way to start a relationship with than your family? Right. So before we get started, we typically, for those of you who have never listened to a a Spanish for, um, for parents episode... We go through a PDF that we will include in the show notes. We'll give you where you can get it for free. Um, But we go through it. So we kind of walk through all the components of this PDF on on here on the podcast. Kind of walk you through how to utilize it, (laughs) when to use it. Yeah. But before we get into it, I just want to say, want to talk a little bit about why routines are so important or why... You know, it's so important to incorporate Spanish during a specific routine. And so the idea of these routines is to pick one routine, start with it, and use it for a whole month. And so that by the end of that month, all that vocabulary becomes second nature to you and to your child. And then the next month you can add a new routine. And here's some of the things that I think are incorporated into routines are relationships, number one. So even though we hear the word routine and we might think, oh, same thing every single day, it's boring. Routines and rituals are an opportunity to really build relationships with our children. It's not, children are not going to remember, oh, the day we went to Disney World or the one time we did this big thing. They're going to remember We used to always play this game at bath time with my dad. Or my dad used to always throw me on the bed before (laughs) bath time, like like tonight, you know? Right. And those are the type of things that build our relationship and build those memories and a strong family, you know? And so that's why these are important to us because they include repetition in terms of second language acquisition because you do the same thing every single day. So it's naturally built in there. It's easier to understand because a familiar routine, right. you can associate the word to exactly. the activity mm-hmm. or the item. What you're doing. Because you already there, do right. it. It's full of comprehens- comprehensible input. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to listen to it. Um, compre- all comprehensible input means is that the messages can be understood without translation. Like you, it could be in, I don't know, Korean. I don't know, I don't know any Korean. But I would know, I would understand the message, even if I don't understand every single word or any of the words. Right. Because the content is real and meaningful. Like I understand the message. I understand what you're trying to tell me. And over time, when you get enough comprehensible input, your brain just puts the puzzle pieces together. That's what our brain is made to do. Like, that's how we learn our first language. Right. So, with all that being said. Let's get started. So, again, if if you're new to this, we have these sectioned off. They're highlighted. And in this one specifically, it's yellow and red. Yellow and red being words that you can interchange with the The highlighted word from the phrases. So, in this case, the first one... We'll go with 
Vamos a visitar a nuestra familia. Should I say the, the Spanish one? Why can't I? It's okay. only extra practice for me. Okay. Vamos a visitar a nuestra familia. Let's go visit our family. Vamos a la casa de los abuelitos. We are going to... Grandma and Grandpa's house. <laughs> Should I read the English? <laughs> Sometimes we make mistakes when we're reading. So, abuelitos is highlighted. You could change that to mom, dad, brother, sister, grandpa, grandma, uncle, aunt, cousin, or mama, papa, hermano, hermana, abuelito, abuelita, tío, tía, primo, prima. The next phrase. Ya llegamos. We're here. Dame un besito. I'm going to do a parenthesis here or like a, I don't even know. Asterisk. Interjection. So when I made this routine, I didn't have children yet. And dame un besito is give me a kiss. Or um, dale un besito a tu tía. Give your aunt a kiss or a hug. I need to change this. I will probably have it changed for for the actual PDF when it comes out. Um, but we're going to change it to, do you want to give? So, ¿quieres, dar, ¿quieres darme un besito? Do you want to give me a kiss? ¿Quieres darme un abrazo? Do you want to give me a hug? ¿Quieres darle un besito a tu tía? Do you want to give a kiss to your aunt? Because so. we're respecting the child. Exactly. They don't have to be forced to kiss you, yeah. hug you, touch you. Right. Right. Exactly. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Tu primo está cansado. Your cousin is tired. O tu primo está triste. Um, your cousin is sad. <laughs> so what I did there was I interchanged the red highlighted word with a different uh, emotion. Emotion. Yo estoy feliz. I am happy. Yo estoy cansado. Yo siempre estoy cansado. I'm always tired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great way to not only talk about family members, but also talk about their feelings. Because at big family gatherings, there's always somebody that's going to be sad or tired or and, upset. And the, and the best thing is, is you can actually, if your family doesn't speak Spanish or understand mm-hmm. Spanish, mm-hmm. You can use this as code, so that way it's kind of like a secret language. No, I like, guess you could. Oh, are, are, do, uh, you, like if you're wanting to know, ¿está cansado? Are you, are you tired? Mm-hmm. ¿Está triste? Are you, are you sad? And that way you can kind of in secret kind of get a feel for what your child may be experiencing emotionally mm-hmm. in such a big family gathering. Right. I remember uh, Ryan and Steve. <coughs> so uh, Ryan was one of my first students, longest student. And his dad, Steve, they were learning Spanish toge- together. <clears throat> and uh, they had a code word. So aburrido is bored. So anytime that Ryan looked bored at a family gathering some- or something, Steve would be like, do you want a burrito? <laughs> a burrito? You know, like That's a clever. burrito. That's He's really like, clever. yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. I think I want a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's clever. Yeah. So we have on these PDFs, they have QR codes. Mm-hmm. So if you are uncertain or not familiar with pronunciation of these vocabulary words, you can scan it. 
and it'll go through them for you. Um, the next thing that they have is Mi Familia, which is un canción or song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it comes with a QR code, so you get to hear my lovely wife sing the song for you. And she's going to perform right here, right now. Hit it, Beyonce. <laughs> That's Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, again, I have a better song within Español Juntos. That's uh, Familia de Edo, but this is what's on the PDF, so here we go. <clears throat> mi familia, mi familia, mi familia ya llegó. Y primero mi abuelo, mi mamá también llegó. Mi hermano, mi hermana y mi tío se presentó. Y el perro tan travieso la comida se comió. That's real life at our house because our dogs eat our food if we're not. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> so there's the English translation also within that. Um, and again, the QR code, if you want to hear it, you can play it in the background and you can sing it with it, your child. And I mean, it's it's just all there ready for you. Um, for this one, we have a book. It's called Tu Mama Es Una Lama which is my favorite to read to Elias right now. Mm-hmm. That one's been really fun. He loves it. And the reason I love books so much is because I get super into character. Mm-hmm. Like every character has their own voice, their own charismatic expressions. And I mean, I, I whenever I read to my boys, I just soak up a character and I go all in. My favorite's The Digging a Dog. <laughs> that one's pretty funny. It's Sammy Brown. Oh, Sammy Brown. <laughs> But um, but I, I really like that. And especially when you get start getting really familiar with the book, one of the, and I've talked about it in other episodes, when you read a book over and over, you may understand because of comprehensible input, mm-hmm. especially when you have the pictures to help guide you yeah, with what's going on. Yeah, children's books are the best. But a new book, um, <clears throat> The Blue Truck, mm-hmm. that one I'm starting to understand more and more and more as mm-hmm. I continue again to read it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that the more I read a single book, especially if it's their favorite, my comprehension of that book starts to really open up doors for new sentence structures. Oh, absolutely. So I I highly recommend if you decide to purchase this book, um, we should have a purchase link for this. Yeah, we'll have it in the show notes too. And um, again, it's... Purchase the book, read it on your own a couple times just Mm -hmm. to kind of get familiar with it. It's a short book, but it's a super cute book. Um, Read it a couple times, get familiar with it, then start reading it to your child. And get into character. Become that llama. Become that bat. Become that cow that's in that book. Um, And and really make it fun so that they want to read the book Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Because if they want to read it and you make it fun and it's fun for you to do, the more you read it, the more you will understand as the parent. And of course, your child will start understanding themselves. Right. I think something that I always have to remind parents of a bilingual family, we have a lending library for our students. And especially around age two and three, they want to take the same book over and over and over again. And the parents are like, can we get a different one? You know, and I remind them that that repetition is what build, builds language. And if they're interested in the book, I mean. Maybe I should start a YouTube channel for uh, reading some of these Spanish books. 
or I guess on your YouTube channel, just episodes of me reading children's books sure. in Spanish. Come on. My character is like, okay, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, let's, I mean, you have so much free time. Oh, yeah. So we have the book QR code as well. If mm-hmm. you are unfamiliar with some of the words that are in there, you can listen to it, read along try to pronunciate or pronounce the words yourself right. and practice and kind of get some You can footing. even if you want to clip out or cut out the QR code the three QR codes for the vocabulary the song and the book are at the top of the PDF. So you could even cut out the QR, QR code. code for the book and paste it in the book. That's how we have them at Bilingual Family That's at true. the library. That's, I forgot about that. That's so a good idea. So just Paste it on there, put some tape on it, and that way it's always available if you want to listen to it. And that, my friends, is Spanish for Parents. That's this month's routine. I challenge you to download this PDF, print it off, have it somewhere that you can practice, utilize it, f- take it with you when you go visit mm-hmm. you know, the grandparents for Christmas or your friends for Christmas, family members for Christmas. Take it with you and practice yeah. on the way there. Um read some of these books, sing these songs over and over, sing them in the car, but really dive into it this month. Cause I promise you, I promise you, you do this every single day, every single day this month, you will have a good grasp of the vocabulary of family. Right. And if you want even more, like this is just a PDF, which obviously it covers a lot, but if you want more within Espanol Juntos, which is our online program, we have videos of me actually reading these books so that you can hear and see how you would read it to your child. Um, we have the songs so you can see what kind of gestures you do as you're singing. Um, visuals, obviously, that go along with the song. An activity that you can do at home with your family. So if you want to go beyond the PDF yeah, yeah, especially if you've been doing this for a couple of months with us right. now and you really want to, you're like, you know what? I'm really liking this. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Check out Espanol Juntos online. I got nothing else. Congratulations, y'all. You completed Nuestra Familia today. You did it. You did it. <laughs> you sly dogs, you. Do you um, have a dad joke? Dad joke. Let me <laughs> jump into my archive of dad jokes inside of my head. All right, so Photon checks into a hotel. Do you have any luggage? The receptionist asks. Photon replies, no, I'm traveling light. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, come on. That was a good one. It's a good one. Well, I have nothing else, but unless you want to hear another lame no, dad joke. No, no, no you no, sure? Uh, yes, you sure? I'm sure. All right. Comments, questions, concerns, general consensus about the world or universe around us. Nope. Thank you all for being here with us today. We love you. Anengaseo. Adios. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. Our program makes it possible by providing a fun, easy-to-use guide for parents. This guide will teach you how and when to use Spanish at home in order to make the most of your time together as a family. We provide you with everything you need to know about raising bilingual children, including storytime videos, songs, activities, and more. All of our content is designed specifically for families and will help you speak Spanish with your child from birth through age six, all while having fun. Head over to bilingualfamily.us and click on Español Juntos to get started. Con amor, Daniela.